Hello, hello, and welcome to today's episode of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast, which is primarily about music and creative culture in London. It is 11.47, so there's a thin chance I might get this episode up before the day is over. I didn't think I'd record an episode today, but I'm glad it's worked out that way. So, yesterday I mentioned how I was planning to see Thyla at Seabright Arms, and that's exactly what happened. So, in this episode, you'll first hear me talking to Alex, who lives with the bassist, Dan. He, after Thyla finished playing, Alex, I approached the band on the stage, said, Hey, that was a great set. I'd love to talk to you guys for the podcast, etc. They said, cool, we'll see you in a bit. And Alex was still at the front of the audience area, still at the front row. So I got talking to him. So he's the first conversation you'll hear. And then Dan from the stage joins us. And together we head outside so they can have a smoke. And then Mitch, the guitarist, joins us. So the second conversation is between myself, Dan, who plays bass, and backing vocals, Mitch, who plays guitar, and Alex, who lives with Dan. And also, by the way, in Thyla, there is... Millie, who is the singer and guitarist, and Danny is the drummer. So, first I talk to Alex, then I talk to Dan and Mitch and Alex, and I'll see you afterwards to tell you a bit more about all that went down. Enjoy. We are downstairs at, where are we? Seabright Arms. Seabright Arms, yeah. Feel like, <laughs> Thyla have just finished, and I'm here with what might possibly be their number one fan. What's your name? My name's Alex. How do you know the band? Uh, I live with Dan, the bassist. Did you live with him before he was in the band? No, I've only lived with him for like two months. This is the first time I've seen them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So have you seen them rehearse or anything at all, or just heard about it? No, I've heard Dan playing acoustic guitar through his bedroom wall, that's about it. Just him by himself, not as part of the rehearsal? Yeah, yeah maybe a little bit of singing, but mainly like some nice chords and stuff. So yeah. have you heard, did you recognise any of the songs you heard tonight? I heard Blame before, I've listened to that before, but that's uh, the only one that I vaguely recognise. So what did you think of the show? It was sick, it was really nice. Uh, like Early in the show they had some kind of shoegazy stuff, some really nice shimmery guitars. Good, yeah. It sounded great. Uh, and then it got like a bit heavier, heavier towards the end. Like loads of feedback on that last track. And like, the intro was sick. I missed so the intro. So good. Oh, oh, you missed the intro. I missed the intro. So I don't know what the effect is, but it's just like fucking noise. <laughs> Those noise. A bit like uh, my bloody Valentine vibes. All right. All right. Maybe a uh, like slow dive with the female vocalist. You know, that kind of shoegaze vibe. Is Pretty good. Of, is that the kind of thing you're normally into, then? Hey man, I'm into anything. Um, but yeah, they did. Well, they did really well. Really like it. it so sick. Dan gets a thumbs up from you. Oh man, he's a super nice guy to live with. <laughs> uh, he makes a great cheese toasty. So no, what's that to love? <laughs> him playing in the sick band, just the icing on the cake. You know what I mean? Did he move in with you, or did you move in with him? Uh, oh man, you should hear the story about how Dan moved in. So he moved in with me. We'll cut it short. He moved in with me. <laughs> Maybe another uh, time we'll get the full version. Sit, sit down with Dan and, and hear that story. That's a good one. Was so, well, that what you were looking for? Someone that makes a good cheese toasty and maybe plays some acoustic guitar. Yeah, hey, man, and if he plays in a rocking band, it's, it's fucking great. That's, yeah, that's what I need for my housemate. <laughs> Do you go to many gigs in general? Yeah, I love it. I love uh, uh, gigs like this, basically. Cheap stuff or free stuff, where you see bands that you wouldn't normally see. Just have a few pints on a Thursday night, get a bit loose, rock out. Same here. So are there any other bands you're, you've seen recently or you're about yeah, to see? There's a great one uh, called Patawawa okay. from Derbyshire. Like uh, a new disco, like a funk band. 
There are two singers, the keyboardist is amazing, and the guitarist is really good as well. Um, yeah, man, they're, they're kind of a bit different to this, they're super fun though, you should check them out. Patawawa, P-A-T-A-W-A-W-A. Will do. Alex, thank you for your time. Enjoy yeah, the rest on, of your night. I had Del driving behind me. It was good. It was good. I it pressed really record. Okay. We're now out. Is it Seabright or Sebright? How do you say Seabright. Seabright. I always call Sebright. Seabright slash Sebright arms. We're outside. It's kind of raining a little bit more heavily now. And I'm here with, I'm here with Alex again, friend of the podcast, and a couple of the members of Thyla. What are your names? I'm Mitch. And what do you do in the band? I play guitar. And I'm with? I'm Dan. I play bass and do backing vocals. So have you folks been in the band since the start? Um... Well, I have, yeah. Me and Millie and, me and, Millie and Danny have been playing together for uh, three, four years t- uh, together with a, a few different guitar players. The Mitch joined um, about two years ago, I think. So it's mo- the most of the material you played tonight, is it since then? No, I think every- everything we play now is new, like since Mitch has been in. Post-Mitch and pre-Mitch, those are like the errors of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a post-Mitch gig. <laughs> were there? So were you gigging a lot before Mitch came along, like with the different members that you had uh, around Brighton and stuff? We were there, but um, not as much. Like now, since Mitch has joined, since Mitch has joined, and we got like our, like a manager and stuff, we've been gigging a lot more and like doing a lot more, recording more and everything. So just to clarify, who are the other two members in the band? Millie uh, Millie Duffy uh-huh. plays uh, guitar and, and lead vocals, and Danny Southwell on drums. So were there any? You were all based in Brighton previously, is that right? Previously. So were there any venues around there where you could cut your teeth with your live set? There's quite a few, yeah. So places like the Green Door Store and Sticky Mics um, and The Hope. Um, kind of spoiled for choice? Spoiled for choice. There's, there's a lot of venues. Have been and was there a open. turning point when word started to spread about your band or did you have friends and they brought their friends, that kind of thing? I think when we started playing in London more... I guess it's still um, turning. Right? It's still it's, turning. It's still, yeah, we're making it sound like it's. <laughs> we're like now you put the big massive. time. Yeah, the limousine's like, waiting right there. <laughs> we're still cutting our teeth like now. I guess. <laughs> so when did you move to London then? It's just me lives in London. Okay. Oh, so is everyone else going back to Brighton tonight, Bill? Um, well, I'm going back to I'm going back to Maidstone. And Millie and Danny are going back to Brighton. Maidstone's like half an hour from here. Dedication. Yes, it is. Yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. So it's just you that's moved to London, but are you gigging more in London now than Brighton? Um, I guess more in London than Brighton, but then we we play a lot of around like around the UK now as more. So we're playing shows in like Reading and and uh, Norwich and. Southampton and stuff. Slaves of the week, didn't you? You played with slaves in Dover uh, last week. Who've been in this podcast before as well? So Have they? That's the web I'm trying to weave <laughs> these episodes. Do you remember when you first played outside of London or Brighton, like outside of your home turf? Uh, first time. Um, as a, as a, as Thyla with me in it, we played uh, a, a real turning point in terms of leaving London. Was we played a gig in Norwich, um, which was a, our like, first ever headline show outside of London or Brighton, and um, and there was there was about a hundred people there. It was mad, and, and we were expecting about five people there, and it was completely different. And everyone there knew us. It was really strange. So there's something about Norwich. We've got like a little following in Norwich. That's like super super easy now. Yeah, North East is about as far as you can go. Norwich. huge in Norwich. Hundred people is about half the town, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's really strange. And we played on the same night as Blossoms, and all these people came to see us. It was really weird. Yeah, 
quite some clout you guys are pulling yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. It's a cheaper gig. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you know when you're next heading outside of London? What's the rest of 2018 looking like for you, live-wise? We've got a couple of London shows next weekend, and then we're doing a headline tour next year, um, which will be... Is that out there, by the way? It's like exclusive for the podcast. Uh, it is exclusive. Yeah, it's not. Uh, yeah. We're still we're still booking all the shows, but we're going to do a headline tour soon. Fantastic! More music to release and time with it as well. Yes. Yeah. There'll be an EP before then. I've, okay. Yeah. I'm pushed too far. I don't want you to give everything away. <laughs> <laughs> Unless we get signed to a major label, <laughs> hint, hint, and then we'll do an album. <laughs> So, in the meantime, not too many shows, more rehearsals, yeah? Yes. Yeah, we're writing a lot of music at the moment. Sort, sort of doing like two songs a week, just churning them out and uh, putting them in the bag for when we need them. Let's store it up, store it up until yeah. the time is right. Yeah. Does that mean you're heading down to Brighton pretty often? Yeah, when, uh, and we've got a, a studio there which we rehearse in, so we, we go there all the time and just play and write songs, rehearse, set, so. Living the dream. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of London shows next weekend. Yeah. Did you say any more before 2019, was it? There'd, there'd definitely be some. But, oh, um, to be announced. Yeah, to be announced. To be announced. Watch this space then. Yeah. We'll leave it on that note. Guys, thank you for getting hair wet out here. I don't know if my phone's still going to work. Guys, thank you so thank much. You for thank, thank you. Guys. Thank you. And that was that. Thank you very much to Dan, Mitch and Alex. Thank you to Thilo in general. That was, a, that was a really fun show. So I got there a bit later than planned. I left a lot later than planned. I thought I'd miss my chance to record an episode for today. I thought I'd record another episode and then go to this show and this would be tomorrow's episode. But as luck would have it, here we are. Heading to the show, I had to get on the district line. Now the district line, to go two stops, it normally takes about five minutes. Today it took about 25 minutes. It was ridiculously slow. So I had to do a whole bunch of changes just to get to where I wanted to go without it taking about two hours. And once I got there, I missed Thyla's first song, but I got to see the rest of the set, and it was great. And I couldn't help but notice, also in the crowd, were friends of the podcast, Roger, Merlo, and Francisco. Now, Roger I've spoken to before in episode 68, when I saw Magic Wands at Shacklewell Arms. And he, like I said in that episode, he, he's someone, I got to the point where I recognize him at shows now, because he gets to so many Francisco, I haven't spoken to on the podcast before, but he is also an avid attender of gigs. After Thyla finished their set, I went up to them on the stage, said that was a great show. Do you mind if I talk to you for the podcast? They seemed keen. And still at the front of the crowd area was Alex. So I got talking to him a little bit and he explained that he lives with Dan. And so we got to talking and I thought, let's record this as well. Then Dan joined us from the stage. We headed outside. Now, I mentioned how... I may not have mentioned actually... The weather has kind of turned here in London. It's getting a bit, a lot wetter. And while I was talking to Dan, Alex and Mitch outside, the rain got heavier. Now, I use an iPhone 5, I think an iPhone 5S to record these conversations. The microphone is at the bottom of the phone, so you have to hold the phone upside down to capture the audio. The microphone is pointing up, the rain is coming down. Basic physics suggests that at some point some water might end up on the microphone. And I did not consider that possibility while recording so you might have noticed halfway through my chat with dan alex and mitch everything goes from sounding like this and it's basically because i think a raindrop was or two perhaps landed right on the microphone i've used what little audio wizardry i know to try and 
brighten up the sound so you can still make out what's being said. So hopefully it's not too much of a disruption. But hey, it all adds to the natural ambience and atmosphere of these recordings. It was a lot of fun talking to Vida. They, they seem like really cool folks. And it was interesting hearing, in case you didn't quite catch it in our conversation, the first time they played outside of London was in this iteration of the band. It was in Norwich. They expected only a handful of people to come and about a hundred people showed up. And that was quite a heartwarming tale to find out. They also revealed for us on the podcast, an exclusive, that they plan to do their first headline tour in 2019. And it looks like they might release some new material leading up to that, and hopefully a bunch more shows in London leading up to that as well. And that's what I like about the nature of these conversations. It doesn't feel too forced, it's not too press-esque. It's ultimately friends just shooting the fat, chewing the fat, shooting the breeze, whatever those phrases are to the point where whoever I'm talking to can get so comfortable, they might share that type of information with me. Not that I'm necessarily prying for it, but I appreciate their candor when we do talk. So, thank you very much to Thyla. I'm really glad I went to the show, even though, leading up to it, because the weather wasn't as good and I was feeling pretty tired, I was starting to lean towards, eh, maybe not this time, but going, the show they played reminded me why it's almost always worthwhile to go to the show, even if you're not really feeling up to it what you'll find when you get there will make it worthwhile the next show i plan to go to is nova Cub tomorrow night i'm going to cut this short because there is there is a slim chance i can get this up before midnight which means i will have an episode up for thursday which is great the music i'll put on the end is just the most recent voice note i've recorded of a very 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 rough idea Otherwise, thank you for listening. You can find me on social media at Saddest Night Out on Twitter and Instagram. Saddest Night Out, all one word. You can email me, saddestnightout at gmail.com and you can contribute to my Patreon. I'll be most grateful if you did. Patreon.com forward slash Saddest Night Out. All I'm asking for is a pound or a dollar a month to help me grow this thing into all that it can become. That's enough for me. Thank you for listening. I'll see you on the next episode. Take care. Da, da, da. So out, I can be as I can be silent 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 as I can be Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da